Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Welcome to Believe in the Ivy League, a look inside the ancient eight teams in the Ivy League and their upcoming games with all of the stats, trends, and analysis that you want to hear. And now, here's your host, Tom Barton. All right, guys, welcome to another edition of Believe in the Ivy League. Oh, we got a lot of good stuff going on, and it is the return of Ivy League baseball. I know they got a couple of games under their belts, but I want to talk to you about the season. It's been almost two full years since the region's four Ivy League clubs last played baseball. I mean, it's been a while and here we go. We're going to get back into it. Guys, if you like this, please go check out TomBartonSports.com. Tom Barton Sports over on Twitter. I also have a YouTube channel, Tom Barton Sports, with all the good stuff there. So please go check that out and support me there. Also, if you want to get in contact with me, it's TomBartonSports at gmail.com. So real quick, um, before we, we get into, you know, what exactly has happened so far, uh, because, uh, you know, look, the season has started. I want to go back and take a look at kind of the preview. Um, not only that, we'll take a look at some of those, those key players as well. So Yale was the, the preseason favorite to win the 2022 Ivy League preseason poll. Um, this was voted on by sports information directors around the league, media members that cover the team. No, they didn't ask me, but Yale got 107 points in the poll. They finished uh, with five first place votes. That you know, you look at, and Yale was on top there. Columbia with 102, five first-place votes, not far behind at all. Um, they they were real close there. So Penn coming in third, 96, four-place votes. Again, anybody's game. I mean, you got five first-place votes, five first-place votes, war there. Harvard comes in at 92 with two. Nobody else garnered a first-place vote. Dartmouth, Princeton, Brown, and Cornell finishes it off there. Um, we know that you look at Yale, 31-year-old head coach, John Stumper, they have won two years, the last three, in the Ivy League titles, and they are, look, they are the prevailing favorites here when all is said and done. But it is a lot closer than I think people want you to believe. Like I said, not, I don't only do the preseason polls because... In any sport, and we talked about this so many times, in any sport, when you're talking about preseason polls, it's based on what potentially could happen and, and what is out there. And yeah, all right, this is the talent on, on the field and everything else. But it, to just read the preseason polls doesn't do it justice. Because the reality is here, guys, that while the preseason polls are out there, and sure, they are there uh, for a you know a stepping stone, they're, they're there to kind of take a, a, a little onus of, okay, well, what is this going to be? The first place votes are important. That to me was the most important thing because five, five, there was no overwhelming first place votes. So I think that this, it, this is a four team league. I mean, it really feel, it feels like that in the preseason. That's what it looked like going in. You start to look at these teams and you start to look at, you know, uh, the tops and the bottoms. I, I don't think that there's a lot of shock early on. Now, they've played a couple of games here, okay? Yale is 11-6 and six already. They won four games in a row. Harvard's 11-7. and seven. They won three games in a row. Penn's 14-7. and seven. Dartmouth's 6-9. and nine. 
Columbia seven and two, uh, seven and twelve. Two games in a row they lost. Browns four and eleven. Cornell's three and eleven with three losses in a row. And Princeton's pulling up the rear two and sixteen with four losses in a row. You look at their in-conference record, Princeton, Cornell, 0-3, Brown, Columbia, 1-2. Shocking for Columbia. Now, you just heard the preseason poll, right? Shocking that Columbia 7-12. Shocking Columbia's 1-2. Dartmouth and Penn are 2-1, and, and Yale and Harvard 3-0. So, I know it's early in the season. We, we get that, right? And you see some teams starting to streak up the right way. Uh, a team like Yale, a team like Harvard streaking the right way. Now, Columbia does have an RPI of 59, so maybe that will be a testament to their 7-12 and record, but I think that that's the biggest early season shock. The idea that they are, yeah, playing a tough schedule, but they're playing a, a slightly tougher schedule than Penn. Penn's 14-7. and seven. They're playing a slightly tougher schedule than Yale, right? 11-6. Um, and six. I mean... You know, uh, you can look at Harvard. Harvard is 11 and 7. They have an RPI of 25. 11 and 7 with an RPI of 25. So I would go out there, and I, this is no slight to Yale, who is the preseason favorite, of course. No slight to Yale, who everybody's looking at to win this league, okay? Um, even though they didn't garner all the first place votes. But I think early on, <clears throat> yes, Yale's impressive, but Harvard's a team to watch right now because they have. RPI of 25, they are 3-0 in conference, 11-7 overall. They've won three straight games, 7-3 on the last 10. Harvard looks really good. And I do worry about Columbia. Columbia was supposed to be a lot better than what they are. Uh, let's take a quick quick peek at some of the, um, just the dynamic players to watch this year. Now, I don't want to go deep into this, but this is from perfectgame.org. Well, they, they do a great job on the college side of things. Jackson Appel from Penn, 2021 Defensive Player of the Year. Uh, in 33 games, he hit 349 last year. <clears throat> Fantastic. You, get, you know, you get a college catcher, he's going to be the, the leader of the team. Tyler McGregor from Columbia, first baseman, played in 28 games. Northwoods League hit 226, didn't have a great stat line. They are expecting big things from him. Middle infielder from Yale, Mason LaPlante, was named 2021 first team, all N-E-C-B-L. He's a solid player. 26 runs, 30 runs, 30 runs, 26 RBI. Solid player. Logan Bravo from Harvard leading the way. And he's a middle infielder. He's the guy that I think Harvard's got to count on. 14 bombs, 32 RBIs, 287 average in 39 games. That was huge. And I think that he's the guy that they're going to count on the most uh, from the offensive side of things. Wyatt Hensler, 326, seven doubles, seven home runs in the Coastal Plains League. He's from Penn over from Princeton, who's not having, not supposed to have a good year and certainly not having a good year, but he can be a highlight player. Scott Bandura, 351, 31 steals in the Cal Ripken League in 2021. From Columbia, Hayden Schott, 307 average, 22 RBIs, California Collegiate League. Brendan Cummings, again from Princeton. Princeton's got a good outfield. They got a good outfield. He hit nearly 400 uh, with 12 steals in 2021. Andrew Hernandez from Penn, the DH, hit 291, eight home runs in the CPL rankings. Ben Miller from Penn, also utility player, hit 317, 23 bombs. I, I mean, I think what you see is that Harvard needs to rely on, on their middle infielder. Um, pretty, pretty large. But I will tell you, 
you know, for a team that wasn't supposed to do a lot this year and a team that, you know, hasn't really looked very great, you know, early on this year, Princeton is a team that they got a good outfield. They certainly have a good outfield. Um, Let's talk about starting pitches. Owen Cody from Penn and Joe Miller from Penn. Probably the two best here. 2021 Cape Cod All-Star for both of them. Cole still plains league pitcher of the year for Joe Miller. He led the CPL in wins and strikeouts. Uh, second in the league in ERA. I know that I know that Owen made 12 appearances in, in 13 innings, right? He struck out 22 guys, recorded five saves. I, I think Joe Miller's the guy to lean on here. Justin Murray, 2019 rookie team, fan, uh, 37 strikeouts in 40 innings. He's from Dartmouth. Grant Kipp from Yale, 31 innings, 39 Ks. He's got a lot of upside. And then we go back to Harvard, who has been very impressive here. Adam Stone, 2021 USA Collegiate National Team. Uh, he's a, a big guy, big arm, throws in the mid-90s. To me, that uh, he's the pitcher of the year for me, or the potential pitcher of the year. He's the guy that, that I think that you're looking at to really step it up here and be that guy. So, look, college baseball is underway. I know a lot of people don't follow college baseball like they do the Frozen Four, like they do, um, you know, obviously the NCAA tournament, like they do college football. But I'll keep you guys abreast of all the other Ivy League happenings, right? And we're going to go through every single sport. And Ivy League baseball, look, it, it gets a bad rap. I mean, it's producing, everybody always looks at how do you produce major leaguers, but it's producing a lot of, you know, secondary guys. It produces good good watching baseball as well. I talk about football the same way, where people ask me all the time, you know, why do you like Ivy League football? I, I like it for the Ivy League product. I don't care if they go to the next level. Yeah, sure. Cameron Bray and Kyler Juszczyk and all these guys, they, it's great to see them succeed at the next level. And the same thing with, with collegiate baseball here. You know, Ivy League baseball. Oh, Kyle Hendricks. Oh, yeah, that's great. You know, it's good to see them go on to the next level and to have a little success, but you don't have to. You can enjoy it as it is. You can enjoy it for what it is. And what it is is just some entertaining sports and some entertaining baseball. I think we're going to have an entertaining league. Harvard has impressed me. Yale is still holding top key. Let's see if Columbia can do something more in the next week. I'll update it as the season goes on. All right, guys, that's going to do it for me. Enjoy the week. Enjoy the Final Four for those that are still watching college basketball. I'll be back next week. That's going to do it for me here at the Ivy League. Believe in the Ivy League. Have a good day, everybody. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.